0: From the Allen Samuel Studios, this is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics.
1: Tyler Shuck is back in at quarterback, has not played since Ooh. season opener, and it's a pick six for the Bears! Their fifth interception tonight is a pick six, A.J. McCarty, Touchdown. Oh, baby, five interceptions tonight by the Baylor defense. This one should ice a Baylor win in Lubbock tonight.
0: The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com by Diamore Fine jewelers 4541 West Waco drive where Waco gets engaged in reviewing the
2: tape a lot of positive things I thought the energy uh, was really good from start to finish I thought there was there was edge on tape you know tech was tech plays hard and they play inspired and for us to uh, to go out and play the way we did we're proud of the team.
0: Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears.
1: This game is over tonight. The Bears win in Lubbock for the first time since 1990. And they win decisively over the Red Raiders this evening. Final score Baylor 45, Texas Tech 17. Dave Miranda, Joey McGuire, co workers a year ago meet at midfield. It's Baylor that will be flying home with a big big win over Texas Tech tonight.
0: Now from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears,
1: John Morris
0: and Aaron Sexton.
1: Hi and welcome to John Morris Show on a Monday. Glad you're with us. Andrew Stripling exiting stage left. Thank you for your help, Andrew, on the computer. And welcome in, John Morris Show on a Monday. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Coach Dave Aranda in the open. We'll hear the uh, press conference with Coach Aranda over the noon hour today coming up in just a bit. Welcome in. Big win for the Bears on the road over Texas Tech on Saturday. I, I feel like, Aaron, I need to continue to make the point, yes, first win in Lubbock over Texas Tech since 1990. That is factually correct. But factor in also, uh, 10 years in that time period, in that 32 year time period, uh, the game was not played at home sites, either Waco or Lubbock. We played in, uh, Dallas one year at the Cotton Bowl. We played in Arlington nine years. So 10 years, uh, during that stretch, we never went to Lubbock. So factor that in, but still Aaron, a, a huge win for the Bears nonetheless over the Red Raiders.
3: Yeah, it's a huge win. And, uh. You know, I was listening to the pregame, and I was listening to the pregame interview with Coach Randa, and I texted Tom Barfield, the host of our morning show, Game Time, from 7 to 9, that he sounded more confident in the pregame before this game than he had at any other time in the year, and I, I was like, I think that's a really good sign, and it was. The team went out and played like he thought they would. He based, I think his confidence is obviously based on how they practiced that week, and he, he said in that pregame interview that he felt that they had a great week of practice and he felt really good and it really did show
1: he to me he always sounds confident don't don't you think i mean yeah
3: it's just degrees
1: right right that's true that is exactly right i mean but he always sounds confident and uh you know always very even keel level-headed in, in, in his comments but if you listen like you said you can tell when maybe when he feels even more confident than normal about how the team is prepared for that game
3: yeah and it i i listen to every one of them and I don't know. I thought it was a pretty stark difference. It was an, Mm. I I noticed it enough that I texted Tom and I was like, he sounds really, really confident, which is good. (laughs) That is good. Because it had been a long time, as you said, since, since the Bears had won at Baylor.
1: That's true. In Lubbock. And.
3: and, At at Lubbock. Yeah. Right. Baylor had won in Lubbock. Yeah.
1: But if you notice that, you know, think about his message to the team at practice and in the locker room, you know, things like that in meetings. So, uh, you know, it's that same message that gets, uh, Uh, you know, relayed to the team also. So big win for the Bears. uh, Great trip to Lubbock. Beautiful weather out there. You know, the rain came through here on Friday and uh, had been through there earlier, like Thursday night into Friday. And by Saturday, man, it was cool. It was like 63 degrees and sunshine. I mean, there wasn't a cloud in the sky. And how about this? Uh, First time I think I've ever been to Lubbock, there was no wind. There was no wind whatsoever, and I kept looking at the flags, you know, where our booth was looking down to our right would have been the south end of the stadium, uh, looking at the flags, and, yep, they're hanging limp, and it was that way all night. So that has never happened before. Going to Lubbock, usually there's always at least some some slight wind.
3: Yeah, that's <laughs> that really is – Kind rare, of an, an anomaly, it? yeah, for, for West Texas.
1: <laughs> That's true. So, uh, so great win for the Bears. Now on to Oklahoma to play the uh, Sooners. As uh, Bryce Petty famously said, "Just getting ready for Oklahoma." You remember that year when uh, Baylor had beaten I do, Kansas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Baylor had beaten Kansas. I think the week before, Bryce Petty comes in post game, big game coming up against OU, and all he said to every question was just getting ready for Oklahoma. <laughs> so that, that always comes up uh, when the Oklahoma Sooners come around, and the game is Saturday, 2 o'clock. How about this? Uh, it'll be on Big 12 now on ESPN+, Plus, which is really interesting uh, this week, uh, especially when you remember that uh, it was Baylor number one, Oklahoma number two in the preseason poll. You know, preseason poll. these are the top two teams, and we reached this game here on the first Saturday in November, and it's on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I get ESPN+, Plus. I'll be here running the game and watching it, but, man, I just I never imagined an OU-Baylor game would be, you know, behind a paywall.
1: Yep, yep, kind of, I know. Kind of unreal. I know, Exactly. Yep, really kind of strange, and uh, but that's the situation. May help our radio audience. Who knows, on Saturday, I was texting with Toby Rowland, the voice of the Sooners. He'll be on with us on Wednesday and said, hey, may help our radio audiences. <laughs> so, uh, But that's where you'll find the game on television coming up on Saturday. Speaking of television, uh, big new deal, Aaron, I know you saw it. You texted that out to us uh, about the uh, new, con- new uh, multimedia deal uh, for the Big 12, reportedly six-year media rights deal, ESPN and Fox, through 2031 as it starts in 2025 worth about varying amounts here one report said 2.3 billion one other report said 2.8 billion but uh, safe to say uh, it's a step up as commissioner yormark said it would be Uh, one estimate has it at 50 million per school uh, despite losing Oklahoma and Texas, currently at $42 million per school. So uh, how about that, getting that t- media rights deal done and the news coming out over the weekend?
3: Yeah, it's just a huge win for the conference. If you go back a year ago when Texas and Oklahoma announced they were going to the SEC and it looked like there might not be a Big 12 to a year later with with the new commissioner, getting ESPN and Fox to open the negotiating window a year early and then getting a deal where each school will make more than they did with Texas and Oklahoma in the league. It's pretty remarkable.
1: Yep, yep, pretty amazing. Well done, Brett Yormark, and uh, I going to say well done Bob Bolsby also because he's the one who was in the commissioner's seat when they added the four new schools, Cincinnati, UCF, Uh, Houston, and Cincinnati. So uh, well done by those guys and everyone else. And it's not just them. I mean, there's a lot of work that went on behind the scenes, and uh, it looks like it's going to be really good news and a new television contract for the new Big 12 moving forward after 2025. All right, uh, we're off and running on a Monday. We are glad you are with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Alan Samuels studios. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Take a break. Back with more in a moment. Coming up in a bit, let you listen in to the Dave Randa press conference from earlier today. All coming up here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, as we welcome into the program from the break- To radio team Jared Sandler.
4: It's always a a great sign when you get the guy you want. That's, you know, what happened here. The Rangers targeted Bruce Boce, I think. Fair to say, the minute that
1: they parted ways with Chris Woodward, Bruce Boce was the the apple in their eye. You know, after three years off, can he still manage at the same level he did? Well, that remains to be seen. But this is a
4: pretty significant hire for the Rangers.
0: Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ES
2: Central Texas. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price.
5: Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota Quality,
1: Waco Values.
6: Our southern border is open to drug cartels and terrorists from around the world. Fentanyl, heroin, and methamphetamines are flourishing in cities across America. Open border policies are costing the lives of 300 young Americans every day from drug overdoses. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. These policy failures are tied directly to the Democrat Party. As conservative Republicans, my party has always fought to protect our country and our children from the ravages of addiction. Now, with President Biden and Nancy Pelosi ignoring our nation's laws, law enforcement is kept from fulfilling their sworn duties. I'm asking you and your family to vote Republican to stop the left from change in America. Otherwise, the Democrats will continue to pass the policies that undermine our national security. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
0: Your leader in high school sports, ESPN,
1: Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring, and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D.M.R.A. Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive.
7: You know that guy that walks around with pants that are just a little too short? And he's wearing brand-new loafers, but no socks? Then he crosses his legs right across from you, and you have to look at his bare ankles. Ugh. Well, that's what it's like to drive your truck around without any step bars. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about one of the most common forms of truck nudity, driving around without any step bars, a rampant problem in Central Texas. Now, step bars do have their functional benefits. They save wear and tear on your back and your knees. They make it easy for your wife and your children to get in and out of your truck. But mostly, having step bars on your truck is just the decent thing to do. No one wants to look at your bare rocker panels. So help us in truck nudity and put some step bars on that truck. We have some great specials on either the black or the stainless steel chrome look. Check it out at createacomotion.com/steps. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution and help us end truck nudity at Pickup Outfitters.
5: BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, Smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel upgrades, and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254 292 8908. Call BP Services
6: when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services, your needs on priority. 2928908 Your knee is our pride home
1: Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday, 31st of October. That means trick-or-treating for some coming up tonight. If you go out, be careful out there. Uh, be extra careful out there. Your Halloween this year comes before the time change. So I don't know, Aaron, if that means people trick-or-treat later after it turns dark or if they trick-or-treat maybe about the same time. And it's still light outside.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, I know for our grandkids, there's kind of a set time, and uh, I don't think it'll be dark yet. So that'll be fine, and that'll be fun, and uh, looking forward to being with them tonight to trick-or-treat just a little bit. Big 12 uh, named its Players of the Week, and Baylor coming off the 45-17 to win over Texas Tech is very well represented this week. Baylor has the Big 12 Newcomer of the Week in Richard Reese, I was surprised uh, when he didn't win this last week. Uh, 31 carries, 186 yards and two touchdowns against Kansas a week ago. But he did not, but he did win it this week from the Big 12. Reese, the workhorse again, 36 carries. That's a new career high, 148 yards. And three touchdowns in the win over Texas Tech. Richard Reese uh, now with 791 yards rushing on the year. That is second nationally among all freshmen. And he's got 12 rushing touchdowns, five in the last two weeks. Uh, and that is second most among all freshmen in the nation. If you're wondering, the freshman record was Shaq Wood, 881. Uh, that was uh, That is the current freshman rushing record at Baylor. And so Reese would be 90 yards shy of that with four games to play. So I'm banking on Richard Reese being Baylor's all-time freshman rushing leader. Back-to-back 100-yard games, uh, three on the season. And fourth time he's had multiple touchdowns in a game. Richard Reese... The freshman out of Belleville High School is the Big 12 newcomer of the week. And Baylor defensive end Gabe Hall is the defensive player of the week. Great honor for Gabe Hall in an outstanding effort by the Baylor defense. He had three of Baylor's six sacks, three sacks, for a loss of 24 yards, uh, he also had uh, a quarterback hurry. A, uh, a yeah, just a quarterback hurry in that game. As Baylor had five interceptions in the game, the most by Baylor since 1989 against TCU. Uh, and the uh, front was a big part of that. You know, if you get to, if you get a bunch of interceptions, if you get any interceptions, uh, the defensive backs will get the maybe the uh, spotlight there. But, man, you got to shine the light on the defensive front also. And Gabe Hall had that done to him, and it could have gone to uh, any number of other guys on the defensive front. So, Gabe Hall, the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Week. Richard Reese, the Big 12 Newcomer of the Week. Uh, Will Howard of Kansas State, the Offensive Player of the Week. Ty Zentner, uh, the punter slash kicker for Kansas State, the Coe's special teams player of the week, along with Oklahoma's Michael Turk. Turk averaged 49.3 yards per punt, also uh, holding on a field goal attempt, a fake field goal attempt, as it turned out, through a touchdown pass. So those are the honorees from the Big 12 this week. And uh, two Baylor guys uh, represented on there in Gabe Hall and in Richard Reese. Bears headed to Norman to play Oklahoma, as we mentioned, 2 o'clock on Saturday. The game on Big 12 now on ESPN+. 11 a.m. Saturday, now 7th ranked, still undefeated, Texas uh, TCU hosting Texas Tech. Fox's big noon kickoff will be there at TCU in Fort Worth prior to the game on Saturday. And the game is on Fox at 11 a.m. on Saturday. So the Frogs continue to get uh, well-deserved attention at 8-0 on the season and 5-0 in Big 12 conference play, hosting uh, Fox's big noon kickoff. Coming up this Saturday, TCU coming off the uh, 10-point win at West Virginia. Mountaineers uh, made a game of it, but the Frogs uh, ended up winning by 10, 41-31 on Saturday. Uh, 2.30 on Saturday, uh, also on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus, West Virginia at Iowa State, and 2.30 on FS1, now 18th-ranked Oklahoma State at Kansas. 6 p.m. on FS1, Texas. At number thirteen, Kansas State. Aaron, did you uh, do you have any idea uh, K State would beat Oklahoma State by about oh forty eight points and shut them out on Saturday?
3: I Think I called that exactly? Didn't did I? you really? No, yeah, no I did not. Genius. I thought Oklahoma State would roll them. You're even a stinking the genius
1: then. <laughs> Isn't that wild?
3: <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, gives credit wild. to Kansas State. They just played from 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 the from the opening kickoff to the entire game. They just dominated them.
1: Absolutely dominated. 48 to nothing. Worst loss in the history of uh, a Mike Gundy coached Oklahoma State team. Uh, and a week after, remember a week after the Cowboys beat Texas, riding high, feeling good, and then they go to Manhattan and get shut out, to get 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 whacked, 48 to nothing.
3: Yeah, it was pretty incredible. But, you know, I, I know we've talked about it in the past, about those those big highs, you sometimes have big lows, even if you're playing, you know, another big game the next week. It's it's tough to kind of get back up after such a big game against a big rival and making that great comeback.
1: Yep, yeah, good point. Sonny Dykes, first head coach in Big 12 history, to start 8-0 and o in their first season in the conference. TCU, uh, one of six unbeatens in the country. Uh, TCU, Tennessee, Clemson, Georgia, Michigan and Ohio State, and again, holding steady at number seven in the nation this week. Uh, TCU, Kansas State, and Oklahoma State are all bowl eligible already. They've got uh, bowl qualifying six wins. Baylor, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas all sitting at five wins on the season. Uh, One more win to become bowl eligible. So uh, here's another interesting note. I think it's interesting about the Big 12. We had a couple of teams on, on bye weeks this past week. But now everybody and has had their bye week. Everybody has played eight games. So we've got four weeks to go in the regular season and no more open dates, no more buys. Everybody plays everybody. So there will be five games every Saturday uh, starting this week through the end of the regular season.
3: And every week? As it has been pretty much the entire season, every game is a great game, yeah, every game exactly. is a great matchup and ends up most of the time, except for Oklahoma State laying an egg this weekend and ends up being pretty close games uh, and and Baylor I mean but that was close for most of the game. Baylor really pulled away in the fourth quarter with some uh, turnovers and the offense doing a really good job of moving the ball, but that was a the, yeah, what was it? then? the third quarter? About halfway through when Texas Tech scored their second touchdown and, yeah. and closed to within three, I think. Uh
1: Maybe not let me that look. Way. It was one score. They got it to within five, didn't five. they? Five. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um No, I'm thinking of the week before. I was thinking of Kansas the week before. Let me look. Um but but Texas Tech did get a couple of scores in there. They got it to 24-17, so they got it to seven. Seven, okay. Yeah, and that was with 246 to play in the third. And then from there, as Baylor seemed to do all night, they put together a 11-play, 75-yard drive <laughs> and went up, you know, by 14 again then just kept going and won it 45-17. to 17. And of possession was another big area in Baylor's favor on Saturday. Uh, two weeks in a row now, Baylor's had over 40 minutes uh in time of possession so they've doubled up their opponent holding the ball uh two weeks in a row wins over kansas and texas tech
3: yeah and it was really great to see them finish strong after letting kansas back in that game last week once they once tech cut that to seven baylor dominated from that point on they they moved the ball really kind of at will against the texas tech defense and the Baylor defense got multiple turnovers including a pick six it was really great fourth quarter
1: exactly outscored them 21 nothing in the fourth quarter after tech had closed it to a 7 point game so the Bears at 5-3 and three on the season, a win away from bowl eligibility on the road to Norman to play Oklahoma. Coming up this Saturday, 2 o'clock, we'll be on the air at uh, noon Central Time with the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show live from Norman. So uh, that's the uh, next step for the Bears headed to Norman to take on Oklahoma. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, let you hear what Dave Miranda says about the Sooners, what he says about the win over Texas Tech. What he says about Khalil Keith being back in the offensive line and other things from his press conference earlier today. We'll let you listen in to the Dave Miranda press conference when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive.
2: Where Waco gets engaged.
5: Waco Lions football presented by Bird Coach and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. This Friday night, the Lions head to Killeen to play the Killeen Kangaroos. Our coverage begins at 6.30 with the pregame show, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waco and Killeen this Friday night at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Average your car in Texas. Trucks built for you, red, or white, and blue. Average your car in Texas. Cars that zoom with lots of room. Average your car in
6: Texas.
7: Count on us, a dealer to trust.
4: Average
6: your car in Texas. The
0: source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas.
1: Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership,
4: Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy.
3: Sometimes
7: we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Caleo of the Caleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Clayo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC.
0: ESPN Radio
4: Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cowboys blow past the Bears 49-29. Christian McCaffrey pulls the hat trick, running for a touchdown, catching a touchdown, and throwing for a touchdown. First time since 05. That has happened when Waco University's Ladanian Tomlinson did it as the 49ers beat the Rams 31-14. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Cincinnati at Cleveland kick at 715 on ESPN. Mavericks beat the Magic last night 114-105. Luka poured in 44 points. World Series game three tonight from Philadelphia with the Astros and Philly tied at one game apiece. First pitch at 715. On Fox. Baylor football stays on track with a 45 17 win in Lubbock over Texas Tech. This week, the Bears will head to Norman for a 2 o'clock kickoff. UMHB JV football tonight from Crusader Stadium starting at 6 o'clock. Sports Center,
0: every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
5: Don't How much of it. an impact did Khalil Keith make, and then also is Kelsey Johnson take on a bigger role now? I mean, it looked like he got a lot of snaps.
2: Yeah, yeah, I love just Khalil's story, and um, you yeah, know it was difficult. For him, um, you know, in summertime and all of it, when he was having to make a decision on, you know, do we try to play through it or do we do something about it? And to do something about it meant, you know, this late start for him. Now back to today's
0: JMO Radio Show from the Alan Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears,
1: John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris' show on a Monday. Let's listen in now to the Dave Aranda press conference from earlier today. The Bears coming off the 45-17 win over Texas Tech in Lubbock on Saturday. Headed to Norman to play the Sooners on this Saturday.
2: Guys, it's good to see you. Um, you know, reviewing the tape, a lot of positive things. Uh, I thought the energy uh, was really good from start to finish. I thought there was, there was edge on tape. You know, tech, was, tech plays hard and they play inspired And for us to, um, to go out and play the way we did way proud of the team and then I thought there's so many examples of here's something in practice, here's a drill here it is showing up in a team period and then here it is showing up in a game and to continue to build with that thought in mind I think just really kind of keeps us focused on, on a process and gets us better and better which we're going to need to be for this next one. You know, I have a lot of respect for uh, Coach Venables and this team we're playing and the environment and all of it. And so we're going to have to continue to, uh, to grow and improve uh, so that we can uh, put our best, uh, our best effort forward. Take any questions you guys got. Dave, uh, what
7: do you see from Dylan Gabriel and just their offense
2: in general? You know, um, he's got a really live arm. There's great confidence in him, and so he'll throw from one hash to the other sideline. You know, he's got great anticipation, so he throws guys open. Um, And then he can beat you with his legs, too. You know, if everything's covered and there's nowhere to go with it, he can take off running. And so you have to be really sound with your pass rush and – um, you know, it helps to have vision on the ball with your coverage, uh, or vision on the quarterback, rather. So, yeah, he makes it very difficult.
0: on so Saturday, night, you talked about you were waiting for some X-rays back on Drake. Do you have an update on him?
2: Yeah, he um, he broke his leg, and so his his fibula is broke, and he will he's having surgery today. And so I think you know we're going to miss him. Yeah, I, I you know I look when I look at Drake, I I think of just from this year just all the improvement he made and just his mindset towards work and um you know he was kind of um you know he was progressing from hey here's here's the second tight end here's a guy they can block when Ben's getting out into routes to where now hey here's here's Drake here's your game plan here's your routes right here's your matchups and uh you know, I know he was looking forward for more of that. And so we're all thinking of him for sure.
4: Dave, what is the biggest difference between Brett Venables' Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley's Oklahoma that you faced in the past? You
2: know, I think right now with, um, with, with Coach Venables, I think they're still kind of fine on themselves, which, you know, you could say that about us too over here. And so I think there's there has been improvement um, these last couple of weeks. And um, they're playing, they're playing hard for him, and so you can see the, um, you know, the inspired play. And then I think you can see, um, um, you can see kind of a, um, um, uh, a defense that has found an identity and is playing towards it. And then you're looking at, you know, offensively, I, you know, they really ran the ball well this last game, and I th- I'm sure that helped their defense. And so you're seeing kind of a, a collective team kind of emerging. And so I think that would probably be the best way to answer that question is, you know, the, you know this the, this Oklahoma team is becoming right now.
4: Dave, you uh, probably can't expect five interceptions every week from, from your secondary, but
3: uh, was that Saturday night a, just maybe a glimpse of just, you know, how
5: good they can be?
2: I appreciate the question. I think there's... Um, you know, there's been a lot of work into it. There's been so, from the player perspective, it's um, you know don't you know don't practice um, afraid of making mistakes, right? Practice um, to make a play, and then when you're practicing to make a play, stay within these this framework of technique and structure and scheme. Just that alone, right there for a young player is a whole thing and then while that's going on the coach um hey here's you know here's drills to high point a ball here's drills to um here's drills to um have vision and break here's drills to uh undercut a receiver and make a play on the ball and so and then from the coach's perspective is that continue with those drills, right? Find the good in it. Don't always point out the bad and build, build, build. And so for all of that to be happening and not a lot of, um, I guess, produce <laughs> is one way you could say it, you know, it's kind of barren landscape where are just kind of tilling dirt, you know, and then for all of a sudden for that to happen, um, I think it's important for the coaches and the players to know that it ain't all of a sudden. You know, there's been a lot of work into that, and to continue with that, I think gives us a chance to hopefully do that again.
6: Coach, how similar is this OU offensive scheme to the Jeff Levy offense you faced in the Sugar Bowl last year?
2: It's uh, a good question. There's, there. I think the tempo is is familiar. I think um, there's there's less spread out sets. Uh, at least, you know, uh, here lately, there's been more of a focus on the run game, and um, almost, you know, there's there's a fair amount of runs that you remember back from OU a year ago to two years ago, kind of shown up. Um, whereas before, it, you know, I think when you're looking at Ole Miss, there was some of that, but it was just more speed and more balls on the perimeter. We're uh, here lately, and as was um kind of highlighted before i think some of it is to help just the overall team and the pace of play and the defense and that and so um so there's some but not a lot
4: dave the focus on the run game for you guys has been a uh pretty big in these uh past few weeks uh 30 plus carries for richard in Mm back-to-back weeks how much of a focal point has he become in this offense and is he uh i guess the anchor that you guys can lean on
2: Appreciate that. I, you know, he's been he's been a good focal point. I think we're we're hopeful. Um, you know, still don't know about Squirrel yet. And I'm hoping that we can get scroll back. And you know, I think the you saw a lot of positive things from Quaylen. I mean, there's physical runs, um, physical blocks, and so I think you know he is coming on at. Um, at a, at a way important time, and so I think there's going to be more of, um, you know, um, running back by committee, just to help with that overall carry number. Uh, but at the same time, just way proud of of uh, Richard and just his his effort and just his his attitude, because uh, there's you know there's some goal line runs in there where the daylight is you could fit a quarter in that thing and he found it, you know, and found it in an aggressive manner. And so we way appreciate that.
0: But you talked about the five interceptions against Tech, but also six sacks mm-hmm. against that unit. What specifically when you watched it back were you guys able to take advantage of to be able to put so much pressure on quarter. Uh,
2: appreciate that. I think I think one one positive thing leads to another positive thing. I think that's a big part of it, and I might be the biggest part to be honest. But I think overall, there's there's just a um, um, a, a a plan and um, a feeling of that. Hey, we're going to be aggressive, and we've been, you know, trying to protect this and protect that, and you know, um, what else do we have to protect, and all this other stuff. To where it was, you know, I think to kind to to be aggressive and to um, Maybe change up a look or two in the back end and tighten things up. Where in the past it's been more of a, a zone presentation and covering guys that are covering guys. Um, and then along with that, right, um, implementing more man pressures and um, simulated pressures and that. I think all of that combined for the, the thought going into the game that we're attacking these people. And I think once you have that thought, that frees you up in just your base rush or at the base third down rush to attack two.
7: Dave, a big part of that pass rush was Gabe Hall. Mm-hmm. How have you seen him progress?
2: These last couple weeks have probably been his best. I think, you know, um, there has been a growth in him in just practice habits and a growth in him in, um, you know, effort in which he plays. And so it's really good to see the success that's coming his way based upon his adoption of um, just great effort and really fine focus on details. I think it's going to serve him well, serve us well here coming up too.
5: Dave, uh, what are your thoughts on how Jackie Marshall's been playing and what he brings to the defense?
2: Physicality. um, I think he brings an edge to us. I think he, you know, there's a, there's a quarterback run in there and he was in coverage and kind of came out of it and the quarterback kind of gave us a one-two and he was, Jackie stayed right with it and was able to make the tackle and so I think it gives you some athleticism too, you know. I think um, he is one, you know, one of the things I love the most is just, you just see the growth in people just off the field and you see how that drives the performance on the field and Jackie's a great example of that. You go back to this time last year to where it is now, it's just way cool.
0: But you talked about Oklahoma trying to find a rhythm under mm-hmm. Coach Venable. It seems like, much like you guys, they maybe hit a little bit of a rut midway through the season. Now have kind of hit a little bit of a groove. What have they been doing over the past couple games that you've seen maybe them take a step forward?
2: Complementary football, I think they, the defense and offense play off each other. I think O line wise, you see physicality. I think defensively, you see just great effort. I think they, um, I think they're starting. To, they're starting to kind of find their groove, and it's and it's like us within a simplified uh, structure. And so, yeah, they're playing their best football right now.
5: Dave, how much of an impact does, did Khalil Keith make? And then also, is Kelsey Johnson? take on a bigger role now I mean it looked like he got a lot of snaps
2: yeah yeah I love just Khalil's story and um you know it was difficult for him um you know in summertime and all of it when he was having to make a decision on you know do we try to play through it or do we do something about it and to do something about it meant you know this late start for him and just with his this being you know it for him a very difficult decision to make and for him to go through all that and then to do the work and so that when he came back you know there wasn't you know added work on top of it because of you know we're not in shape or you know uh this isn't an order or grades aren't that and, and he handled all of it and that that just that's a way cool thing because that speaks to just his maturity and um so many people have so many hands in that just in his career here but yeah there's a physicality that comes with him there's a confidence that comes with him and I think there is a um um a feeling of uh you know we're gonna get this done when he's in there and it's not a it's not a uh, a dig at anyone else I just think he brings that and uh we're we're thankful for it you know he played well I thought on Saturday and then other you said Kelsey He's yeah he does Kelsey's way aggressive film was way impressive I think he might have his film might be the most impressive of all the impressive performances that we had on Saturday it might be Kelsey Johnson the most I think he he really uh, got into some got into some blocks and finished uh, violently I'm so thankful for that
3: Dave, uh, you mentioned one good thing leads to another on defense. How much of, like, those interceptions on the back end, you know, were sort of in concert with those guys making that push up front? Mm-hmm. And then sort of vice versa, too, you know, the coverage on the back end helping them maybe get a coverage sack or something. Yeah.
2: No, I think a lot of it had to do. I thought, you know, um, I think the that first series, or you could probably go the first two series kind of – Told the story that really played out throughout the game. I think to start the game, you know, you notice the quarterback's holding on to the ball, and he was expecting Tampa to, and zone and seams, and none of it was there, and he was holding on to it. You know, there's um, changes that all took place in the back end to keep it tighter. And then on the other side of it, you know, typically we're real thick on. The D linemen are real thick on the offensive line and and fighting through guys to squeeze off run gaps and all of it. And if it's a run, it's great. If it's a pass, you're kind of blocking yourself. And so there are stunts that, you know, if it's a run, no stunt. If it's a pass set, it turns into a stunt. And we were getting pressure just based upon that. And so I think, you know, all of it is, is good in, in the time and space that was last – um, you know Saturday's game and now it's like that now that that's on tape moving forward with that type of uh, that type of thinking and continue to try to push the envelope to be able to give our guys the best opportunity to play this aggressive is going to be key uh,
4: kind of on a less <clears throat> less serious note uh, figured we should ask it do you have any Halloween plans today and uh, if so what are you wearing costume? <laughs> <That's fantastic. laughs>
2: Well, I appreciate that question.
4: <laughs> it's, only, it's only right.
2: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, today we've got a bunch of uh, a bunch of staff with just little kids, and um, you know, I remember when uh, you know Dion and I, when I mean, our children was that were with that age. I remember specifically uh, living in Hawaii, and um, at there that the staff were on would whatever day Halloween was on would find a way to kind of make it work to where you could go home and be with your family during Halloween. I, thought, I, I remember that being so cool and just um, walking the streets there with your kids. And so we're going to do that here. We've done that um, since I've been here. And so we'll walk off the practice field and get everyone home to their families and all that. But, you know, I don't know. I think a lot of from my time um, from the drive home home to getting home, is going to be finding a way where I don't have a way with my wife where I don't have to answer the door to hand out the candy, <laughs> see if we can work something out. I don't know.
7: So are, you wearing, are you wearing anything? No. <laughs> Dave, Monterey, what's his status?
2: We're hoping that we get him back. I think it's a wait and see right now. He, he worked out some yesterday and he's working out again today. I think it looks promising. Um, probably no more. Thursday is going to be kind of the cutoff for that.
0: But what's his injury?
2: Uh, hamstring.
0: Dave, given the uh, the news of the new media rights deal, what are your thoughts on, on the job that Commissioner
4: Yarmark has done so far in his first few months?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, very um, proud to be in this conference. And, I mean, you just look at, just speaking for football, I mean, you look at um, – a couple of years ago in Iowa State, and you look at last year and us, and then, you know, we're still fighting in it now. But you look at, for sure, TCU and Kansas State and everything, it just shows the depth of the conference. And then I think just with, you know, the, the news that's coming out now, it just, just makes a strong conference even stronger. And so excited for the future and excited for him specifically too.
5: Are there a couple of guys who really stepped up as leaders in the last couple of weeks?
2: I think that's continuing. I think, um, you know, we've had guys like um, um, Dylan Doyle and um, Blake Shaping, Connor Galvin, Jacob Gall, kind of been stalwarts, you know, Bryson Jackson. But then, you know, like a Micah Makuza, um, and Apu, you know, um, like Garmin Randolph, we've had some guys that have just really kind of been through it in terms of the maturity thing, and which we all go through it. And so, and but to come out on the other side and, and um, to see that, you know, hey, the off the field drives the on the field. It's pretty neat. And so, I think that's happening right now.
1: It is Dave Aranda, his meeting with the media over the noon hour. Today, the Bears at 5-3 and three on the season and 3-2 and two in Big 12 conference play. After the win over Texas Tech, headed to Norman to play Oklahoma this Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock. Kickoff for the Bears and the Sooners on Saturday. High noon for the airtime here on ESPN Central Texas. Television on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll look ahead. We'll wrap things up. We'll share some birthdays with you. We'll find out what Aaron is going to dress up as for Halloween. We've got all that coming up when we return. John Morris Show brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, Central Texas. It's your bank. We're back after this here on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Back on the road in Big 12 play this week as the Bears take on the Oklahoma Sooners in Norman high noon for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, 2 p.m. kickoff. Join J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for every play all season long. Bears Sooners, this Saturday from Norman, here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas.
1: Run, don't walk to the Baylor Lion Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com
4: okay so what's the most important part about your house no it's not that bar or even the man cave think about it the most important thing is your roof it has to withstand all that mother nature can throw your way so it makes sense to have the best mcadams and sons roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset experienced professionals using only the best materials so for new construction re-roofs repairs or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think mcadams and sons roofing first and now mcadams and sons roofing are installing seamless gutters they're insured and an a plus rating on the bbb mcadams and sons roofing will come out take a look at your roof and handle all the insurance process for you don't let any fly-by-night company look look at your roof, let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done, too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment,
0: they're on it, whatever it is. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas.
6: Democrats asserted their will after taking power in 2020. With it... The left has chosen to pass reckless amounts of spending and irresponsible fear-mongering. In less than two years, our nation is racing towards recession with record inflation. The United States cannot continue to be led by a Democrat party that is not interested in America being a capitalist country. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. My party fights for economic opportunity with lower taxes on small businesses, and American families. I'm asking you to vote Republican to stop the Democrats from adding trillions to our nation's debt and causing exponential damage to our nation's future. Otherwise, the left will continue to pass policies that make the United States weak and undermine our free enterprise system. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
0: Radio Sports Center.
4: I'm Ward watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cowboys blow past the Bears 49-29. Christian McCaffrey pulls the hat trick, running for a touchdown, catching a touchdown, and throwing for a touchdown. First time since 05. That has happened when Waco University's LaDainian Tomlinson did it as the 49ers beat the Rams 31-14. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Cincinnati at Cleveland kick at 715 on ESPN. Mavericks beat the Magic last night 114-105. Luka poured in 44 points. World Series game three tonight from philadelphia with the astros and philly tied at one game apiece first pitch at 703 on fox baylor football stays on track with a 45 17 win in lubbock over texas tag this week the bears will head to norman for a two o'clock kickoff umhb jv football tonight from crusader stadium starting at six o'clock
0: sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas
7: slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he
4: did, the, match.
7: He did the, monster match. the
1: monster match
7: it was a graveyard
1: back with us John Morris show on a Monday Halloween Monday again if you're going out tonight please 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 be careful out there uh Aaron you got any Halloween night plans this evening when you get off the air
3: I do not <laughs> I'm going to go, I, I don't know, my foot's kind of hurting. I'm going to try to walk for a little while. Right. I may, right. may need a couple of days rest, but um, if not, I mean, I have candy. We don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters at my, where I live, but we do get a few. So I'll I'll be ready if I do get some.
1: Gotcha. Very good. Sounds good. We're going to go with, uh, with our grandkids, a couple of them, uh, this evening, and uh, that'll be fun. So. Looking forward to that, but everybody, please be careful out there if you're going out trick-or-treating or or whatever you're doing. Uh, Aaron, Matt Mosley coming up top of the hour. What do you guys have planned between 4 and 6 this afternoon?
3: We will be talking about the new Big 12 TV deal. Uh, We will also have Darby Brown from KWTX Channel 10 Sports. We'll talk Baylor football and their big win over Texas Tech. We will play part of Coach Dave Aranda's press conference, and we will listen to some of that, and Matt's going to comment on that, and then tons of stuff in Campus Confidential besides the TV deal. Uh, SEC coach gets fired today. Fight in the tunnel after Michigan and Michigan State, and lots more. Just a ton to cover today.
1: All right, very good. Sounds good. Coming up between 4 and 6, Matt Mosley show. Keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas. And remember to start your day with the first word in local sports with game time with Tom Ward and Ryan, weekday mornings, 7 to 9 a.m., right here on ESPN Central Texas. Today, Monday, uh, Mondays, I think most weeks, uh, Jerry Hill is a guest on game time, and uh, great to here, Jerry and his thoughts uh, wrapping up the weekend from Baylor Athletics. Mentioned some birthdays uh, today and a couple I want to go back to uh, from the weekend. Uh, it's Chris Clemens' birthday today. Great baseball man. Happy birthday to Chris. Today it is Jerry Weatherman's birthday. Jerry, uh, always see him over uh, at the sub on the Baylor campus. Happy birthday to Jerry. Uh, and I I think that is it for today. Let me go back to uh, yesterday. A couple to mention from yesterday. Um, uh, John Hoover's birthday up in Oklahoma. May see him this week. Happy birthday to John. Jeremy Mann's birthday was with us and fan engagement has moved on. Happy birthday to Jeremy Mann. And uh, our man uh, Sean Hunt's birthday was yesterday. Sean with UBO Business Services. Happy birthday to Sean Hunt. That's the main one I wanted to get in covering yesterday's birthdays. Aaron, who else would you add to the list today?
3: Peter Jackson, who directed the Lord of the Rings trilogy, turns 61. Comedian Rob Schneider, formerly of Saturday Night Live, turns 58. Vanilla Ice is 55. Add Rock of the Beastie Boys is 56. And Nick Saban, head coach of multiple-time national champion Alabama, is 71.
1: There you go, 71 for Nick Saban today. All right, very good. There's the birthdays, and we got to get out of here. Make room for Matt Mosley coming up next. Hey, we appreciate you being with us. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow in the 3 p.m. hour. But as the Bears continue their work for Oklahoma, we'll talk about that all week. Baylor and OU comes up on Saturday. Thanks for being with us. Aaron, thank you very much. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next.
4: Yep, just ready for OU.
0: ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor athletics.